God damn, what a song. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fucking Soundgarden. Listen to this. Right here. Tis I, the Prince of Podcasting, the bipolar rock and roller, the Sultan of Songwriting, along with the human incarnation of the Infield Fly Rule. <laughs> Old Chucky Tater Sacks over there. And that is Soundgarden. Motherfucking Soundgarden. Fuck yeah. Is there anything better than Soundgarden? Program. Well, no, it's just... Do I think they're better? Right now, to me, they're equal. Well, that's a debate. I, I was a bigger Soundgarden fan. It's a six one way, half dozen the other type of deal. Right. I mean, Pearl Jam is my favorite band of all time. But sometimes, I was, yeah, if I'm in the mood and I want to hear fucking Chris Cornell doing whatever the fuck you call this... And Kim Thale and Ben Sh- Ben Shepard, he's the bass player, I think, right? He's tearing it up in that fucking song. I mean, that's the bass line makes the fucking song. It's such a good fucking song. God damn. I love the harmonies that he does with himself. Yeah. So good. So fucking good. It's the 90s, motherfuckers. Strap in, bitch tits. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Kim Thale's a very underrated guitar player. I think that... Uh, I think that the fact that I was talking to... You know, I work with... Uh, Dullards. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Um, they work with one guy that's a dullard. Sure. <laughs> I was trying to say fucking uh, Addison. Because <laughs> I know there you listens. go. Shout out to Sadison. <laughs> Sadison. He actually wants to come on the show. Uh, he's not allowed. <laughs> I can't have somebody sexier than me on here. Well, I mean, he is pretty sexy. Damn, he's, sexy. he's got that Butter Pecan Rican thing going on. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's a Butter Pecan Rican. Butter Pecan Rican. <laughs> Never heard that. If, we, if I titled these shows, that would be the uh, title of the show, i got to say. Um, <laughs> no, I was Soundgarden like... Uh, I was talking to a... She was like... She's a girl that works counter. She's like 17. And she knows Nirvana. You get that? No. <laughs> She's 17. God, no. You trying to hit that? No. <laughs> Just no. Thought cross your mind? No. Never. <laughs> um, After a six pack, would you smash? <laughs> I can't help myself. You're trying to lure me into this one. <sighs> You're a pedophile by proxy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she knew Nirvana and she knew Pearl Jam. And then I said Soundgarden. She's like, who's that? And I was like, oh, who aren't they? <laughs> I said, oh, my God, really? You don't know who Soundgarden is? And um, never heard Johnny Cash's cover of Rusty Cage? Oh, or the fact that Black Hole Sun, at one point, you could not fucking get away from that song. Well, she was not alive at that time. I know. <laughs> but she was not alive for Nirvana or Pearl Jam either. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. But I'm saying those bands have stuck around. She's alive for Pearl Jam. 
I'm saying at the beginning, <laughs> yeah. you know, when they were their massive success before they said, hey, we're a good band and we don't have to play shit that people want us to play. So, <sighs> you know, that was early in the episode for me to eke out a belch of such, <laughs> such epic proportions. <laughs> have mercy. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> I was not willing to uh, I got a friend that, say that. I got a friend that started a band called the, called the Dave Couliers. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, so there's that. I started a band called the Stepanopolises. Stepanopoli? Yeah. <laughs> Every cover is a picture of multiple John Stamos pictures. He is a handsome man. He is a very handsome And he's held up. He's even more handsome. He's man. more handsome now than he it's was. Ridiculous. He got rid Greek of that, people. He got rid of that fucking. Yeah. Rebecca Romain. I'm not a fan of Greeks. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, you're not a fan of Rebecca Romain Stamos? Oh, no. Completely a fan of hers. Gigantic fan. Yeah. she's. I'm on her, I'm on her email list. <laughs> I'm on her Instagram page. Oh, word. Um, oh, you probably are, you I, fucking creep. I'm not. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing outside of her house with an umbrella for some reason. It's not even raining. Trench coat. Trench coat mafia. Great band. Not really a band. They shot up a school. Yeah. It's great shooting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best. Yeah, it gave us a great film, Bowling for Columbine. Look it up, kids. I'm in a goofy mood. Apparently. Um, uh, what were we, we, whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, this doesn't really have a format. We can just do whatever we want, right? Right. Um, Soundgarden's good. They are good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> End of episode. <laughs> what do you think was their best song? What, what's your favorite song? <laughs> let's fire one up. Let's, let's, well, I'm getting, I've got one fire. I've got one. In the in the uh, in the queue there, all queued up and ready to go. As soon as there we go, this is pretty. Yeah, good. one of the greatest fucking riffs of all time. It's in that weird off time. I think Matt Cameron might have wrote this. Maybe at least the riff. I don't know. Chris Cornell's not wearing a shirt in the video. And why would he? I mean, come on. And this is back when you had long-haired Chris Cornell. So See, they. That's what I love about. Like when I saw the. The documentary hype, and then went to all the different bands. Hype. They were it's all great. different. Oh, it's cool. I, w- I love that. It's my. It's not my favorite documentary, but it's like top ten. You know, it's top we can five. Get into that favorite documentaries. Yeah. <laughs> First favorite documentary. Well, let's just keep talking about Sun Garden, then we'll go back to doc- we'll okay, probably forget enough. to go back to documentary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's really interesting. That's what we do. <laughs> um. No, but they all bands had a like a really signature sound. You know, um, Pearl Jam. Was great. I mean, I don't know what you describe their sound from that era as. Um, it was kind of glammy. It had a little bit of glam in it. Well, it's just that's just the way it was produced. Yeah, it was just the same with uh, Nevermind Nirvana. Right. It was produced in the late '80s way. Yeah. A lot of gloss. A lot of. Yeah. I've let, I've heard the remix of Pearl Jam's Ten. Yeah. Better. Yeah. They just took they took the reverb off of the drums. Yeah. While we had reverb on the drums, I don't know, but they did. Yeah. But um, everything just sounds crisper and clearer and better. Well, I mean, can you hit that note? <laughs> Only Chris Cornell could hit that note. That's his note. No, it's got Mackie going. Yeah. 
<laughs> Son of a bitch. Maggie can hit that note. <laughs> Um, but then, hey, 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 it's over, okay? Then, Jesus, fist and cross. Then Alice in Chains had more of a metal type sound. Um, yeah. Uh, hey, hey, there's a great song by them. Before we could do another song, song. Mackie, my favorite song by them is "Bleed the Freak." I love that fucking song, Mackie, dude. We are so organized here at the Fun Employment Files. I don't even know which episode this is. Is it forty? It might be. I, I don't know what it is about this song. I think it's the is, chorus. Weren't there's a non-live version? No, that's actually the the video. It's just okay. they cut it where you know. Oh, okay, Pearl Jam did that too. Yeah, it's a great fucking song. This is a great song. They were really. I loved Alice. They had Chains. some dark minor key type things going on. Well, Lane Staley was a dark motherfucker. He did a lot of uh, heroin. Yeah. <laughs> they, they did a lot of uh, awesome harmonies in their shit. It was real melodic, but it was still heavy. That actually is a live version, and it's not quite as good, but it's it's still good. Um, you get an idea of how good the song is. I mean, Facelift was their best album. I don't really remember names of albums. Well, there was Facelift, and then there was Dirt. There's Jar of Flies. Um, they had some good stuff. I really liked Alice in Chains. Actually, at one point, they were my favorite Seattle band. But then I kind of... But then it shifted into Soundgarden. Like, I really started like Soundgarden. And... They just were more groovy, you know. Like you said, sludgy. That's a very good yeah, description. Soundgarden and Alice in Chains are both sludgy. What does that mean? Well, there's a little bit more of a, uh, maybe a Black Sabbath influence on them. Okay. It's, it's just, the, the guitar sounds a little bit more muddy than yeah. a lot of other bands. And they got a heavy bass, like the heavy bass line. Yeah. You know, it's, they actually kind of remind me of Tool. Yeah, um, we haven't talked about Tool on this show at all. I'm not a Tool fan. I know you're not, but I don't understand why. I like why. Tool. I just don't. I, I just never. I think every one of their songs sounds the same. That's a fair. And that's they're all a really fair assessment. And they're all really good. Yeah, they're good songs. They're good. They're great musicians. Maynard's got a great voice. I just he can hold a note. I like just never crazy. got it. In. Let's just find one. Uh, let me suggest. Um, let's go a little bit off kilter. Everybody knows sober. Prison sex. Play prison sex. Let's have prison sex. Let's do that. On the next episode of <laughs> Pillow Four Radio. It's just 45 minutes <laughs> of us butt-fucking each other. <laughs> I'm into it. You know, there's, Ratings. At, least, there's, Ratings. there's Ratings. at least somebody listening to this that was like, I would totally masturbate to that. I would jerk off to that three times. <laughs> There's We're least, knocking furniture. There's over. at least <laughs> one person picking up trash cans, throwing them at each other. He's basically, oh, you can't get this. <laughs> <laughs> you want this bitch? You gotta fight me for it. It's a big fist fight brawl that turns into <laughs> butt fucking. <laughs> <sighs> Out my sides. <laughs> He's running his pick up the bass. Yep. 
Which ECW wrestler came out to this? I don't know, but that is an insult to Tool. I mean, it, why? Why is it an insult? I'm kidding. It's really not. <laughs> it's just a great song. The video is extremely disturbing, though. Like yep. most of their videos are. I'm looking at it and I'm. Well, uh, Dana Carey, I think the drummer. Danny. Danny Carey. Uh, if you hang around enough drummers, you learn to know every drummer's name. <laughs> Swear to God. But he worked, he was a stop motion animation guy, and him and his dad worked on Terminator 2. That's a really cool fucking story. Well, I mean, it's, you know, and those special effects were so revolutionary back then. You know, the liquid thing and the. And that's a great fucking song. This is on uh, Undertow. And Undertow was a great. I, at one point, Anima or an- Anemia was my favorite. Anima? Anima, whatever. Onomatopoeia? Anima of the State. Um, huh? Anima of the State. That's like 182, sir. They're heavy. <laughs> um, that they. I like Tool because they were so different. Like, especially back then. Yeah, they don't sound, nobody sounds like them. Like, we always, all the Tool fans always just said the same thing. And it's a, it's a cunt thing to say and, and trite when everything, everybody says it. But we all came to the same conclusions. Like, well, what classification would you, would you put Tool in? I said, none. Tool. They're just, they're who they are. There's nobody like them. No, they're a rock band. They're but a rock they, band, but they're kind of a prog rock band, and then yeah, they're kind of a you know a bit of promise in there. Yeah, and, you know, the, heavy bass, rock and guitar. You know, very, I, very dark. Very by listening to them, I really couldn't tell what their influences are. Like when you listen see, that's to, the thing. Maynard Keenan is very obtuse when you talk to him about that guy's. You listen to Pearl Jam, like oh, there's a little bit of Neil Young, there's mm. some Led Zeppelin, there's some some of this, some of that. You really need somebody to fill whatever it is. This song, actually, you want me to tell you what the song is about? It's about butt fucking a man that does not want to be butt fucked. Kind of. <laughs> it's about him being molested when he was a kid. Oh, he didn't turn it into a whiny bunch of shit like Corn did. No, <laughs> he actually went to military school and is actually a he's a master of savate. He's also, uh, I think, he's a. Brazilian Jiu Jitsu black belt. Yeah, he's he's been on Rogan a few times. Has he? Mm-hmm. Is he a cool guy? Is there yeah, a, him and Rogan go along great. Okay, well, I'm just asking if he's, you know, kind of weird or anything or no weirder than anybody else. Okay, fair mm-hmm. enough. I mean, because I hate rock stars that Kurt Cobain tried to do that where he would be. Well, I'm I'm just so strange. Like, dude, we get it. Okay, we get it. I I like your music. Stop doing that. <laughs> Um, but one thing I liked about Tool, and I've, all, I've I've said this before, is their anonymity. I mean, they're they're not rock stars. Maynard Keenan was never a rock star. Like the 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 biggest stab he took at it was when he was in uh, a Perfect Circle, and I think that was a caricature of a rock star. Yeah, I think he did that a little bit. He did it up. Yeah, to and, make fun. And they they were a great band. I oh, mean, yeah. they, they had. I mean, Murder and Oms is one of the best albums I've ever heard. And um, I think Tool's got new shit coming too. I I would love. To, they had so many great songs. Like this song, this album came out, and there were so many good songs. Swamp Song is a great song on that album. Um, they actually have a song where Henry Rollins does. Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins. The Henry Rollins. The Henry Rollins. Yeah, he's a liar. I've heard that. Ha 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 ha! Sucker, sucker. Booker T's in the house, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Henry Rollins 
Former Sucka. WCW and WWE champion, Booker T. <laughs> How's Stevie Ray doing? He's dead. Is he? Got a diabetes. Really? No. I don't know. I think you're getting him and Patrice O'Neill mixed up. <laughs> Patrice O'Neill's a comedian. Yes, I know. Kind of. He was actually really funny. He's one kidding. of the best of all time. Yeah, he is. He was good. I like when he played Pitbull on um, <laughs> Chappelle Show. <laughs> His, his tagline was most likely to gain weight and die. Oh. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> Bullshit! I'm the biggest hater. <laughs> <laughs> Pitbull. <Ooh. laughs> Anything else you want to hear from Tool? Uh, yeah, play uh, "Hush." That was like the the that was on their EP, um, and it is a really great song. And they were still there. It is top one. Or if there's an ad before that, no. Uh, See, there's the ooh. bass. Yeah, I know this song. I like how he kicks in the. I've seen them in concerts. Best best concert I've ever seen. Does Maynard keep his back to the crowd? No. In this one, he didn't. He wore a mask. And then was it a luchador mask? No. Oh, that'd <laughs> be awesome. Yeah, it was. <laughs> he wore a hairpiece. Um. And then for like the first twenty minutes of the show, it's just grooving. It's just music he's grooving. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's that's guys. He's grooving. That's how the show went. Like they would. It's this, and it's just, and you everybody gets into it. It's almost almost hypnotic, and then kicks it in. And then I thought everybody's gonna kill each other. I was in the wash pit. Is it more wash pitting? Yes. And getting the fuck kicked out of me. I mean, it was wild. I was in there for corn too, and. Blind. Everybody was 69ing in the corn mush shit. That one, that was. I think they'd only released self titled in Life is Peachy, so they were still good. I give them shit. They had a lot of good songs, I think. The first two albums were great. Songs that I thought were okay. I mean, I, I would never listen to them on purpose. Shoots and Ladders is a great fucking song. Nick Nack Patty Let Give It All the Gun. Where fucking says awesome. that over and over yes, and over it's and over fucking again. awesome. I don't care what anybody says. The song is fucking badass. Repeat stuff. Repeat stuff. Repeat yeah, stuff. Fuck yourself. That's a good song. I like it. Piece of shit. Kill yourself. Very 90s. Very rude. There's a documentary about uh, he became a wine farmer. Yeah. Or opened a vineyard, I guess you'd call it. He makes it all himself from what I gather. Well, he's, he's got an operation now, but yeah. in the beginning it was just him. I think he's married. He's one of those guys that's just, he's like a renaissance guy. You know, he's into so much stuff. And, um, you know, he's actually the Duffer Brothers that created and directed the uh, Stranger Things. He is not. He's the Duffer. He's the Duffer Brothers. He is not. He really is. I promise. Google it. You're making that shit up. Google I can't. It. My phone is dead. You know that. Alta Vista, it, then. You don't need power for Alta Vista. Alta Vista. <laughs> Ask Jeeves. Bing it. Bing still a thing? I don't know. Bing. Chandler Bing. Could you be any more? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that it, that was a funny thing though. When one time where he hid Joey's clothes, so Joey told him, "I'm going to do the opposite <laughs> to you." So what are you going to do? Show me my clothes? 
And here he comes walking in with all these clothes on, like ties and shirts and shit. He's like, look, I'm Chandler. Could I be wearing any more clothes? <laughs> it's pretty funny. I guess he had to be there. <laughs> what? Sure. Yeah. I'm waiting on Ad Dan so I can play another song. <laughs> That's what I'm doing right now. It's got to go ahead. They have good ads. They're okay. <laughs> That's the nineties of the nineties-est song ever. It's extremely nineties. The Rembrandts. This is their only hit. Did this song actually become a hit? Yeah, like on the charts. Mm-hmm. But then everybody hated it, including the Rembrandts. You can't blame them. Yeah. I wonder. Nineties were a real great time for music, though. Yeah, there was um, We've lot, discussed that a lot of one-hit wonders. Well, it can be discussed ad nauseum. It, it can. A lot of one-hit wonders. A lot of two-hit wonders. Yeah. Um, gin Blossoms. Hey, man. Don't damn my Gin Blossoms. Hey, Jealousy, and uh, found out about you. I will look up more than those two. They only had two hits, dude. I'm pretty sure. Found out about you till I hear it from you. Okay. Follow you down until I fall away. God dang. Allison right. Road. Um, I stand corrected, sir. Remember Dishwalla? Do I remember Dishwalla? Counting Walla? blue cars. I'm gonna, we're going to play Dishwalla. Fuck the rim <laughs> Fuck every square inch of the rim There's <laughs> Dishwalla coming at you on WPFR. Ten to the hour, <laughs> traffic on the ones and the twos, and the you got to back up on I sixty three. It's a great song. Who's that band? Um, trivia. And I walked on high, and I stepped to collective the soul. Oh, those fucking guys. Yeah, <laughs> look them up. Collective after soul. Then there was a uh, soul asylum. Dude, I'll look up Soul Asylum right now. Fuck this walla. What are we doing? Runaway train. I did I didn't care for Soul Asylum very much. They were okay. I think Soul Soul Asylum only had two hits. It Runaway Train, which And Misery. Misery was a good song. Frustrate. That's what I'm gonna play. I'm not gonna hit you with the uh, the big hit. But this might be the most 90s song of all time because it, its title is Misery. And music was such a downer at the time. It was. I mean, it's. This guy dated Winona Ryder. He looks like Kevin Bacon. Yes, a very thin, <laughs> emaciated Kevin Bacon. And Kevin Bacon's got a band. Yeah, with his brother, the Bacon Brothers. Keanu Reeves has how'd they band not? How'd they not? Dog Star. How'd, how'd they not name their band the Fabulous Bacon Boys? <laughs> I don't know Because <laughs> they didn't have you around With that genius Jesus I'm I can see you as a pitch man <laughs> We need to get you a white suit Big cigar I'm into it Pointing yeah. You're going places kids Fabulous Bacon Brothers <laughs> I can see it in lights right now <laughs> You doing this number One thing about this song Is it gets into it really quick Like it's already at the It's a good song At the chorus chorus Like so what, where are they going to build from here? I guess I'll find out. Then they bring it back down. See, I would think they would do the frustrated incorporated thing, then go back into this. Then they climb the hill again. 
Speaking of the fucking uh, the nineties, also gave us uh, Foo Fighters. They did. Uh, the color and the shape was was the album of my, the summer after my senior year. We were always playing that. You know what albums I remember most is uh, Tragic Kingdom by No Doubt. No Doubt. Mm. Well, because <laughs> like I've said this before, but I, it bears repeating. I think it does. So we know how much that's worth. I've said this once before, but it bears repeating. <laughs> white stripes. Yeah. Um, I remember when I first saw Just a Girl, and uh, there was two shows on MTV that played alternative music. There was Alternative Nation, hosted by Kennedy. 120 minutes. And 120 minutes. 120 minutes, you remember, was the one that played shit that nobody had ever heard of and was probably never going to hear again. You know, it was like indie, indie, indie. It played... As close to indie as you could possibly get, right? Like if they had enough money to make a video, that's where I saw No Doubt the first time. Yeah, that's how cutting edge that show was. And I remember saying, "I was like, that's fucking huge. That's going to be like huge." Ninety one, probably ninety four. I think ninety four is when Tragic Kingdom came out. But I'm not. 100 that's what I was saying. Yeah, Just a Girl. Oh, so was, is on Tragic Kingdom. So it was before they actually hit because they had a couple it's before, albums before they that. did. They had uh, actually she was a brunette and stuff, and they were like a pure ska band. They, she actually did uh, was in a song with Real Big Fish called She's Got a Girlfriend Now. Oh, see what they're doing here. Building, doing the build. Okay, I get what they were doing now. You go soul solo. <laughs> I like the fact that I know enough about music to recognize when something's good. But I hate it that I can't that I can't play it, or you know what I mean. Like you can play, my brothers can play. You know, <laughs> your brother's the best guitar player I've ever seen. <laughs> really? Him and John, or Will Morgan. John Morgan's great too. But John's a John's an all around type guy. But Will and uh, Brad are the. It's all math seen. to them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just you know. And yeah, he. I remember he'd go through a guitar teacher a week like when he first started. They're basically, like, I can't teach him anything more. So, good luck. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then Chuck Beale took him on, and Chuck Beale's great. Yeah, and brought that out of Bradley. Bradley was just he's he's tremendous at everything he tries. He just doesn't want to try very much. I'm not saying that he's lazy. I'm just saying that it, what interests him is very small. I have a number of favorite Bradley moments. Uh, All right, is this a stripper story? No, not say? that one. <laughs> I've, I'm sure I've told that one before. We were, uh, it was me, Matt Kaiser, and Will Morgan. We were playing on somebody's back porch in uh, fucking uh, Falls View. Not Falls View, but uh, the one where the falls actually are. Glen Ferris. Glen Ferris. Mm-hmm. We were playing on somebody's back porch. They so were going away to the army or something. In 1998 or nine. Okay. And we were just playing for a going away party. And we played a song. And uh, between every song, Matt Kaiser would fuck with Bradley. I love you, Bradley. Bradley, I love you. I love you, Bradley. <laughs> and by like the sixth time, you could, Bradley's sitting f- way far away and <laughs> just absolutely out of the lobby. No, it just hates us. <laughs> just hates us and everything that we stand for. And Kaiser goes, I love you, Bradley. And you just hear, the feeling is not reciprocated. <laughs> <laughs> That's so him. <laughs> Such a <laughs> he's just he's brilliant and he's just above us leptons, you know. He's just <laughs> I bet I could kick his ass. No, that's <laughs> 
Me too. But, um, but unless he studied it for a week, so yeah, how to then, kick somebody's ass for a week. Let me try this pressure point. Oh, oh Jesus Christ! Fuck, I'm fucked up. Um, he, but you know, being around musicians and, and stuff. By the way, how dare you call me a lepton? I don't even know what the fuck that means. I don't either. Let's look it up. Patton Oswalt says that. Yeah, what were you saying? I was saying that being around musicians and not being musically inclined is the worst fucking thing ever. Because you, I tried to learn instruments. I tried to learn the drums. I sucked. I'm just not coordinated enough to play them. I didn't have the discipline or anything to learn the guitar or the bass or anything. And it fucked with me my entire. A subatomic particle such as an electron, muon, or neutrino that does not take part in the strong interaction. That is what a lepton is. Makes sense. <laughs> um, it's also a word that uh, that Bradley would probably call us. No, he wouldn't, actually. He's not even like that at all. He's the least thinking he's better than someone ever. <laughs> I mean, he just doesn't. He's that's, that's the beauty part about dealing with really intelligent people that are just that intelligent. They just see things in such a wide scope, and they're like, I'm no better than this person. I'm just smarter you know but smarter in a way that is just that way you know there there's all kinds of ways to be smart and yeah like mechanical geniuses fascinate me i don't know my brother's like that. yeah i don't i don't get it i i cannot see how things work i i, I can't think in three dimensions i can't do that and when people fix things or put things together i can't drive a nail i'm fucking terrible you know well no, which is not a steering wheel <sighs> What a great show um, <laughs> Never said it was great Didn't even say it was good Just said it was I love that <laughs> I wrote that on my tombstone yeah. um, He did things <laughs> <laughs> He gave it a shot yeah, He tried his best well, um, He tried I told you I was sick <laughs> Um, yeah, my brother, uh, he, he's good, like, mechanically with fucking shit, hydraulics. He's, yeah. He's an engineer. Yeah. And he can, like, he can design things. But he's an engineer, likely, that I there's engineers out there that know it on paper, but cannot do it in real life. Yeah. yeah. Many of them. And he would have, no, he wouldn't. He, he's, he's, he graduated tech engineering. That's a great school. Without trying. Yeah. Without ever reading a book. It was just... Stuff came naturally to him. I, and I'm sitting here, dumb as a brick. C- can't find my ass with both hands. <laughs> I've always loved that saying. <laughs> <laughs> and my sister, all smart and shit. And my other brother, he's dead now. My other sister, she's dead. They're probably both smarter than me. I don't know. Well, I have Bradley. I who can play guitar and write songs that make people want to kill me. So that's good. Well, here's the thing. Bradley is a PhD in physics. <laughs> And not, you know, almost not just barely. He's really there. I mean, so next time I see him, I have to call him Doctor. He hates that. He fucking hates that. I'm going to do it. I know you are. I haven't seen him in 15 <laughs> since Dr. my wedding. He'll since, be like, my, since my wedding, he'll be like, oh, "Hey, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, fuck you!" <laughs> no, he won't. He doesn't cuss. Um, he used to a little bit, a, a bit, but not any. You know, um, I still have more money. <laughs> but then Ben worked at the Pentagon and he works for Sony and, you know, <laughs> makes 200 K a year. And I work at Tudor's Biscuit World. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Well. Patting them out. You know, I, I don't. 
different people do different things. Well, I'm actually. They'd I pro- think where I where I'm good mentally, they'd probably be shit on this podcast, though. Yes, they would be <laughs> shit on this podcast. Um, mentally, where I'm at, where what I'm good at, I think is um, facts and figures. I can memorize like. Yeah, Aaron always uh, with me and you and Shelton and everybody else. Like how much we can remember from from things. Like mm-hmm. I can recall fights that happened seven years ago. Right. And I think everybody has that in them. A sequence of plays in a Mountaineer game that led to something. I can, yeah. I can I'm, not, I'm not that good at that. Mine is uh, books, history. Like I can remember battles, troop movements, you know, like I was, it, but it's stuff that fascinates me. Like I was really good at like Hannibal is my favorite general. And I memorized all his battles, like what happened in them and all kinds of stuff. Well, it was for college. I, I took tests and my. Did my, you still go home and fight him out with your G.I. Joes? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, why wouldn't you? <laughs> you still have your G.I. Joes. Now you have all this knowledge <laughs> on warfare. I was like, I'm getting ready to fuck you up. Yeah. It's fucking. I actually tried to put it in play. It's more fun to play. I actually tried to put it in play, though, in those, uh, in the strategy games. Like, uh, you know, they're hawking on the fucking cell phones now when they were still games. And doesn't work. None of it works. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's uh, crash and bash in those games. Yeah, right? it is. I mean, it's just who can, who can, what, what's the old saying? Uh, Nathan Bedford's four said, he said, who can get there firstest with the mostest? Well, there used to be games like the Tom, old Tom Clancy games where you'd have a team. Rainbow Six. And you could like split one team up to go through one door mm-hmm. and they'd bash through the door and get all their attention. Right. And then you'd come through the back and shoot a whole bunch of motherfuckers. Right. In the back of the head. And not to say that in those games there isn't some savvy, you know, if you like they do, they'll, they'll put little things up where you have to work around it. Like my thing was, I would always make sure that I had a bridge and Bruce too far. <laughs> it's a good movie. Love a bridge. Um, and it would limit their, Land troops, so they can only come through a few at a time. The old Thermopylae principle, where oh yeah, the Thermopylae principle, of course, where the Persians had to fight the Greeks, and the Greeks had the Spartans had three hundred men, and that's real. They really held off a hundred thousand men with three hundred men for three days. Don't so, stop, get it, get it. That's real. <laughs> Don't stop, nigga, hit it. I will. Gonna do it. Gonna do it. <laughs> we be clubbing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. We need to go to the club. Tick, so we- tick, boom. Hit me banging down these back streets. <laughs> Bubba Black Street, training like an athlete. Life ain't a track meet. It's a marathon. Fuck the cemetery that it gets buried on. <laughs> we be clubbing till the day we die. Who is that? Cube. Ice Cube. <laughs> Ask the bartender if you think we love. My favorite song about him was Bop Gun. Bop Gun. <laughs> I didn't know he had a song. Yeah, was punch that one up. Ice Cube, Bop Gun. Was he right using a commercial for Bop It? Remember Bop It? I remember Bop It. Ice Cube. Bop Gun. Bop Gun. There was one for No Vaseline. That's a good one. Uh, this was when Ice Cube was still a, you know, a rapper. And he... No, he's not America's favorite dad. Yeah, and he was actually... He's a new Bill Cosby. Ice Cube. He is kind of. Minus the rape. Yo, Q. What's up, Mr. George? Come on through, man. George we Clinton. a little get-together. I don't know, man. You'll get together. Remember George Clinton in PCU? Yeah. Come yeah. On, man. Great movie. I remember him in the house party, too. I know we won nation. He's been in all the Come party movies. Through. Yeah. All right. I'll be there. So can't get around it. So low. You can't get under it. So high. That's a beat right there. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> That's a fucking, beat. It's a great fucking song. Makes me want to go buy some Rockford Fosgates. Makes me want to get some cross collars clothes. Fuck yeah. 
some uh, some polo shirts that are way too long. Yeah. <laughs> Hat turned sideways with a flat bill. Mm. This is good. Atomic dog. I'm telling you, the 90s were the best era for hip-hop. If that song came out now, it would be a gigantic fucking hit. And back then, it was a hit, but it wasn't a, a huge hit, because there was so much good stuff out there. Here's the Ice Cube song that I love. With a bop gun. Tell me there's a... It's a great song. Is this a good day? No, it's it was a good day. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> great song. <laughs> you remember a song called Ghetto Bird? Who did that one? That's him. Play that one next. It's a great song. He had a lot of good music. But at one point in his career he was a fucking prick. And I'm a sure. and a racist son of a bitch, too. I mean, he was getting Just waking up in the morning, gotta thank God. I don't know, but today seems kind of odd. No barking from the dog, no small. And mama made the breakfast with no hog. <laughs> What's the deal with black dudes and not liking pork? I don't know. I think part of it was being Muslim sons. But again, it is a cultural thing. They see it as slave food. But it's the best. Fuck yeah, it is. Are you kidding me? Looking in my mirror, not a jacker in sight. And everything is all right. I got a beat from Kim. And she can fuck all night. Called up the homies and I'm asking y'all. Which part are y'all playing basketball? Get me on the court and I'm troubled. Yeah, last week he fucked around. You got a triple double. Freaking brothers every way like him. I bet you he's a shitty as fuck basketball player. He's probably okay. <laughs> He just doesn't seem to be the type to be a good basketball player. Football player, yes. I probably, I bet he was probably a good, pretty good football player. Snoop would have been a better basketball player. Tall. Actually, Snoop was a good football player. He played in, he played in, in high school. Yeah, he was. I'm guessing a receiver. Mm-hmm. Fast, really fast. I watched uh, the NWA movie. Is it good? It's good. Uh, it, like people saying it deserves Oscars. I'm like, no, no. How did Paul Giamatti do? <laughs> Paul Giamatti was great. Disease always Paul Giamatti. Yeah, he's. I love him, dude. He's great. Yeah. His best role though, uh, Joe Gold and uh, Cinderella Man. I was thinking Pig Vomit. That's a good one. Starts private parts. WNBC. WNBC. What else you want to fucking scream about? Play Ghetto Bird real quick. You'll like that one. I better like it, or I'm gonna kill somebody. I will use my AK. Get back to the documentaries thing. Oh, yeah. We need to get back to that. Yeah, it's fun. Left my homie's house paid. Picked up he left his homie's house paid. I bet we're the only people in the last six years to look up Ghetto Bird. It's got 994,663 views. Oh shit, yeah. Somebody give me a 40 and a blunt. <laughs> That's a great fucking song. That's a beat from fucking hell. He had the best beat. 
It sounds like Dre did it. I think don't Dre, think I, they were hanging out. No, they weren't. <laughs> it took Easy E to die to get them back together. Yep, that's sad. Whatever happened to MC Yella? Did he went into porn? <laughs> Word. Producer and actor, I think. Nice. Tretch from Money by Nature went into a uh, went into porn too. How have I never seen that? I've never seen Tretch. And then he beat that. he. I think he beat the shit out of Peppa too. Because he was with. She could hold her own. I'm guessing. Have you seen Tretch? Yeah. Motherfucker got big as shit. That's my favorite part. That's a trying to pick which Naughty by Nature song to play. Fucking hip hop array, you kidding me? That's what I was thinking. I was thinking, feel me flow. That's a good one. OPP. OPP is a good one too. Um, feel me flow is a good one, but they're going to be most known for hip hop array. It was the the sing along of the time. That's a great. I love that song. Great beat too. Yeah. <laughs> I said we have a nineties party, son. I'm gonna start drinking again. It's gonna be nice. I'm gonna start drinking here in a minute. They start off with the chorus too. Yeah. We're both waving our hands back and forth. Hey. <laughs> Vinny. Vinny, because he was part of Italian and part black. Really? Mm-hmm. What would a what would a, what would the Tony Soprano call him? Moulin Yon? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he would. <laughs> but, see, but see, that's the thing. You go over here with that fucking Moulin Yon. When his, when his daughter was naked, <laughs> yeah. that was terrible. I was like, <laughs> he said really insulting things. Like, you know how that goes. <laughs> Smoking a cigar and looking at him. <laughs> that show was a comedy. I don't care what anybody says. It was great. It's a great show. Um, the Italians are very racist. They're racist like Donald Trump is a racist. Yeah. Well, let me say it. Donald Trump is racist like they're racist. They don't believe that anybody should be kept down. They don't believe that. But they do believe that you're not dating my fucking daughter. That's what they believe. That's what kind of racist they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're progressive racist. They they they're almost segregationists in a way because they don't believe that not like literal segregationists but like hey hey how about not d- fucking my daughter. Yeah, d- well, yeah, well no, stay out of my fucking neighborhood, you know. I mean that that type. Your neighborhood can be just as good as mine, but you stay in your fucking neighborhood. That is interesting to note, though, that it's not just black people they felt that way about. It's the Irish, too. Don't, you Irish fucks don't come to my fucking neighborhood. You know? Yeah, Irish need not apply. Well, which is odd, considering that how many Irishmen murdered for the Italian mob. Like, and how many... Well, they were the best hitmen. Well, they don't have any feelings. Yeah. They're, you know, like Jimmy, Jimmy Conway, Jimmy Burke from Goodfellas, which is a real guy, was doing hits at 16. Because it was not personal And he would kill anyone I mean and he's You know He wasn't a no women or children type of guy Um And none of them Were no women and children I mean I thought They they didn't like killing women But Children are off limits They wouldn't kill kids But women Yeah they would kill women I mean they just I think that was uh, What's his name from Black Mass Whitey Bulger Whitey Bulger I don't think he would uh, 
kill women or children. He's the classic Irish gangster. He was his neighborhood loved him. That movie was so good. I haven't seen it yet. It's on the HBO Go. Well, I need and you know, being a student of the Irish mob, I really need to watch it. I've seen, I've read the book. By, I read the book. It's a great book. Kind of dry though. Very academic. Um, How many different ways can you talk about killing somebody? Yeah. Well, did they actually take the book from interviews with him? Some of it. Like, what fascinates me again is with Whitey Bulger and with Jimmy Burke and uh, Tommy Featherstone, I think his name was, or Jimmy Featherstone. He was a guy who was in the West. Roy Firestone. <laughs> no. Completely different guy. Harvey Firestein. <laughs> I just want to be loved. Is that so wrong? <laughs> I was in the bud cage. <laughs> For two seconds. <laughs> He actually did a really good job in that. He movie. was great. He's good in everything. <laughs> that movie's great. He's good in everything he does. It's so odd that Aaron's dad loves that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's so odd that Aaron's dad's still alive. <laughs> I just said that. I don't. Know. Um, it's odd that anybody's dad's still alive. Really, it is. Especially for me, mine being all dead, and all you motherfuckers get to walk around with alive dads. It's fucking bullshit. It is bullshit. I'm I, bl- I blame you guys. Uh, it's all our fault. It, it really is. Um, but I was saying though that the ethnic mobs are a fascinating subject because of the w- different ways they were constructed. Like the Italians were very organized; they brought the organized to organized crime. Like they they had a structure, you know, which ironically made them easier to defeat in the end. You know, because they just go up the chain of command. You know, just okay, this guy's this, this guy's this. All we have to do is get this guy. The low level guys are no good. We're not going to get the top guy. We'll go after this guy. These guys... There's guys you can hit, and there's guys you can't hit. I'm trying to tell you, that's not a guy you can't hit, but it's almost a guy you can't hit. <laughs> now, he's not quite a guy that you can't hit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fucking what? Wait, get him the fuck out of here. That's the thing about the Irish. The Irish were actually lone wolves. This is my understanding of it, too. Scarier and because of that. Like, they were... That's why the Italians. Mercenaries. Yeah. Well, the Italians would call them mad dogs and talk, tell how dirty they were and just subhuman, but also useful in their way. So, and they're, in a sense, reading Irish history in America, especially with the Irish mob, they're not wrong. I mean, Mad Dog Cole was one of the most feared hitmen ever, and he was an Irishman, and he would kill other Irishmen. And again, this is not a thing. They say they have ethnic pride, but they don't. They do in as much as they can use it to control other people. Whitey Bulger used it to get rid of the fucking mafia. He said, we don't want these fucking wops in our neighborhood. But if they'd been making money for him and not squeezing him out, they'd been perfectly welcome. You know, as far as the movie showed, that's exactly what it was. Yes, exactly. So um, now were there, you know, there were prejudices between the groups. You know, they, they just they competed for similar jobs and lived in similar neighborhoods. So, of course, there's going to be conflict. That's just America. I just, I, I love all the other models, like John Wick, the Russian mob. Uh, John Wick, what a what a movie. Dude. <laughs> I've never met anyone that doesn't think that movie's amazing. I know, man. I don't want to know that person who doesn't think that movie's amazing. You guys were telling me the whole time how good it was. Bradley told me how good it was. I just couldn't bring myself to sit down and watch it. Because it's got Keanu Reeves in it. No, that's not it at all. I like Keanu Reeves. But, uh... It's not that it didn't interest me. It's just I kept on putting it off like, you know, and ironically, that made it that much better because as I was sitting down watching, I was like, if I didn't know and people hadn't told me how much of a badass this guy is, 
I wouldn't be laughing because when I see these guys doing this shit to him, I know what's coming. You know, it's like, like so many henchmen die. <laughs> like, the henchmen don't stand a chance. You know what the funniest part was other than John Leguizamo, you know, being like, whenever they pull where'd it, you get that car? They pull it with that what, car. What, we stole it from a guy. What the fuck do you care? That's fucking John Wick's car. Get it the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then he calls the, the dad after hitting the kid. Or the dad calls him. Heard you hit my son. You're fucking right I hit him. You know what he did? He stole a car. Who gives a fuck? He stole John Wick's car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's that. But then there's also uh, the... I loved the, the hotel and the concierge. Yeah, that was so awesome. So unflappable. You know, just comes in bleeding. Hello, Mr. Wick. How are you doing this evening? <laughs> Is the doctor in? Yes, I'll have him sent right up, sir. (laughs) And he hadn't, you guys, if you haven't seen this movie, you really need to go see that fucking movie. It's the best action movie I've seen in a long time. For me, it's up there. It might be even better than Professional. I love The Professional, but I think I like John Wick better than The Professional because he's like, if, if, if Jean Reno's character in The Professional had just been turned loose on the entire fucking structure of the mob and had to kill everybody because they had hurt Natalie Portman's character. That's what John Wick is. Just that that scene in the beginning of The Professional where he kills all those guys trying to get to that one guy. That's the whole fucking movie. That's John Wick right there. I mean, it doesn't but stop. for two fucking hours, you know. I don't. I, I think it was like a nice tight hour 45, something like that. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And it just, it there's rarely a minute to breathe in that son of a bitch. I loved it. I love the points, though, that cop Knocks on his door. How you doing, John? Jimmy. <laughs> Sees that body. You working again? Uh, well, I can't even remember what he said. Well, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. He closes the door. The cops don't fuck with this guy. You know what I mean? It's and the, like, the reason why he went on the rampage was so justified. <laughs> it was. And I don't want to spoil the movie, but... That and that kid who played the kid is Theon Greyjoy on fucking Game of Thrones. He always plays a cunt. He just got that cunt face where you just want to punch him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that fucking, it's just a fucking bang, and he fucking shot him. I was like, yeah, <laughs> fuck that guy. That guy sucks. <laughs> then what he would just take a guy, slam their head into something, pop off two shots, and go to the next one. You know, just an utter lack of. You know, a total commitment, icy good at his job. You know, it just completely not even phased by everybody trying to kill him. Exactly. Like, knew where this guy was going to be coming from because it's just instinct. You know, it's kind of like, I know they're going to do that in um, The Dark Tower with Idris Elba because the gunslinger is like that. Like, there's a point in that story where Eddie Dean, the heroin addict, they're beating him up and they killed his brother. And Rowan, the gunslinger, is you dirty rat. <laughs> you, I can't do it. But um, Rowan is in his head, and Eddie can bring him out. It's weird, weird story. And Rowan tells him, the gunslinger tells him, he's like, "Bring me forward. I can help you with this." Because <laughs> there's all these mafia goombas in the fucking room with guns. Well, you got to be racist, though. Well, it's fucking true. What do you want me to say? <laughs> and they say this. Well, they got to be this. This door opens into nowhere. Weren't the goombas the things that you stomped on in Mario? Those are the Koopas and the Goombas. Yeah, those Goombas okay. too. Koopas were the turtles. Yeah, right? they were. Yeah. Koopa Troopas. Um, but then this door. That's a movie in itself. Cooper Trooper? Koopa Troopas? 
Yeah, it is. This door opens from nowhere, and Roland comes in with these big fucking six shooters and starts killing everybody in the fucking room. And all these guys who murder from a fucking living. That's what's great about it. That's why we all love it. Because we see these people, and they get exactly what is coming to them. You know, and they shit their pants before it happens. These guys who think they're tough, who have murdered innocent people and done all these things, have exactly what is coming to them coming. And then when they run into a guy that doesn't give a fuck whether he lives or dies. A guy, a guy who is actually on the side of right and is better at it than they are. You know, because that's the thing. Rowan's just a guy. He's just, he's a human being. So he makes mistakes. But like, he's, he's, you can't scare him. You know, the guys can have automatic weapons and he, Figures out he's just like well they shoot really fast but there there's no steadiness they're they they they're bad shots so all he does is he does a little thing and he just as he's going in he takes one gun bang 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 kills three guys dumps the shells you know pops some some, some back in gets up it's like John Wick where he's just reloading and killing more you know never a wasted movement never a fucking a moment of doubt. Just killing motherfuckers. Just very efficient. Yeah, that's what's going to be awesome about that movie. There's going to be a little bit of John Wick in the in the Gunslinger. That's going to. They're happen. making a John Wick too. I, don't, I can't wait. For I don't that. know how they're that dog do it. he's going to have is going to be a badass in that <laughs> fucking movie. Big ass fucking pit bull puppy. Yeah, thing was huge. It's in there. Oh, that stacked made, up. That made me so mad at the beginning of that. Only like, yeah. And then he saw the blood trail. They killed his fucking dog. Let me just say it. I cried. I, the I, I wanted movie. to cry. I mean, because that it's it had, out two years. It had crawled. It anything. had crawled to him and had died right beside him. And that's he got up. And I actually did the the quintessential thing. I went, oh shit, because I <laughs> I knew what was going to happen. Like, <laughs> and and you're just waiting on it like a kid. You're like, he's gonna fuck those guys. Squeeze, yay! He fucked everybody up. I think I'm gonna go home and watch it again tonight. <laughs> I jerk off. Yeah. Well, what do you What do you say we call this an episode? It was a good one. What song do you want to go out on? Yellow Lead Better. Okay, we can go out on Yellow Motherfucking Lead Better. <laughs> Thanks for listening, you guys. Um, tell a friend. That's a good way to get people to listen. Is to word of mouth. That's a ludicrous album. It is, isn't it? Yeah. <sighs> anyway, thanks for listening. Um, we'll be back with episode 69 of Pillowful Radio on Thursday, you fucking pieces of shit. You don't even deserve it. You lucky so-and-sos. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Praise Allah. Aye!
Padrón. 